Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema's Director's Gallery. I'm TJ here with Michael. What's happening? And we are continuing our Mario Minute with Mario Bava's 1965 sci-fi, I'd say, classic, Planet of the Vampires. And now, for the next, like, ten weeks, Amazon's going to make me want to watch, like, 1950s and 60s shitty sci-fi action-adventure films. Yeah, and this at least, I was kind of concerned. I I didn't know if this would look good on Prime or not. Mm -hmm. Because they've gotten... They've gotten very dicey, especially with the older movies, because they'll just kind of let anybody stream movies on there now. Well, I don't so think you, you can actually say that uh, that they've gotten that way, since that's been your complaint for like eight years. So I think it's. I just guess you're their, right. Well, it's their, it, it is their thing. It's what they're known for, apparently, at this point. I guess my complaint began with silent films, and it's escalated as we've watched like. The but Hercules in the Haunted World or Eric the Conqueror. No, Eric the Conqueror looked great on Prime, but there was something else that I ended up just. There was going something that uh, that YouTube we actually for. tried to watch together, but then we like looked at it for it from another streaming thing, and it was way better. And we were just giant not at Prime. marathon. Yes, that's what. Oh, it was. is that what that was? Okay, yeah. Yes, um, but this is Planet of the Vampires. There is so much to this movie. I don't really know where to begin. Oh, okay, so cool, because to me it's like um, more like a minimalist film. So, okay, that's cool. It is minimalist. Uh, I guess we could, well, we'll start with the plot. Now, sure. this is notable because it was the first Italian science fiction movie based on an Italian science fiction story. Oh, all right. And I may have forgotten to write down the name of the original author of the <laughs> story i have so many notes we can maybe come back around to it maybe i should have started beginning my notes yeah we'll circle back anyway the plot is that a crew um well two spaceships are in space one crashes so the other goes down to the planet to investigate and see if there's survivors and and one 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 crew i just like that is is blue is red and one is yellow that is how we know there are two different crews and then very strange things start to happen the dead rise people appear possessed and it's very atmospheric and i don't know if we need to spoil it when uh when 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 towards the beginning when the uh when the guy said that the planet's full of fog, I knew you had a hard on. Uh, yes, I actually have that in quotes. Planet made of fog. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, that's TJ. Now, in the original story, what happened was this planet, when you died, basically your id was resurrected. And oh. so there were impish, evil shadow people who ran amok. Basically, your id like taken away oh, from okay. all inhibitions would come back after your death on this planet and then oh, in the end the whole crew succumbs to it basically at the Dude, end, I would the, want, uh, they should they should make that movie now the That'd last cool man the last man standing sees all these like shadow id people of yeah. all his dead crewmates dancing and like base frolicking and being just evil Dude, that and, sounds um, awesome <laughs> he decides to join them and he shoots himself and that's the, the end of the that of the book? movie uh, like I said, we might have to circle oh, right. back around to that. Because um, I was going to make what? one of my one of my several purchases that I occasionally do during our podcast recordings. <laughs> Based on the Italian language science fiction short story, 
Renato Pestrinero's One Night of 21 Hours. Oh, that's right. Okay. I read that somewhere. I wonder if it's English translated. Maybe. So this has clear influences on Alien, which Ridley Scott denies. Yeah, he said he never saw the movie. But his, right. uh, his his choreographer, his writers, like later admitted. Dano Banana Man, or yeah. Dano Bannon, as Dan his real name is. We we um I think we watched Dark Star together. Oh yeah, which oh, was yeah, his absolutely. movie with John Carpenter. That well, was that was that was of... one of our uh, Event Horizon September's. We watched. Yeah, that. yeah, and that I was, was actually one of my notes is that this this would have been a perfect like uh, uh, film to go along with Event Horizon. And. Dark Star, if you haven't seen it, is basically Alien, except replace the alien with a beach ball and <laughs> have your guys just be like grungy Southerners who sing weird country blues out in space. Yeah, that's basically the stripes. It's just fine. Yeah. So Alien as a low budget comedy with a beach ball as the Although, creature. Uh, after reading that, I... I really just thought, I mean, I know Alien's big, but, like, the big one, but it, it, this movie reminded me of Event Horizon, like, the entire thing, kind of. Yeah, there's a lot of that, too. Yeah. Like, the space horror and the weird things Yeah, just the way the, the crews interacted and what happened. telling you them to join them. Sure. Um, yeah, so, so in, this, in this, in, 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 in the movie, the uh, there's no, it's not really an id, it's just the, the planet has, like, dead people that need host bodies. Has right these like ethereal beings of light that can only be seen from the corner of your eye, and they they died because they were dumb. That's that's why right, they died. <laughs> it's, just... it is, it's not clear how they got there or if they began there. Well, they said that the, their sun made their planet all foggy and shit. But like <laughs> when they uh when they inhabited the dead people's bodies, like they were just dumb. They were the dumbest characters. They, they it was actually almost like a zombie film. That's yeah, they're, they were. they're kind of zombie-ish. And they said that they needed uh, the host's permission to possess a live person. But later yeah. they seem to possess live people no problem. Yeah, that's true. And eventually, it's a bad ending. They they possess everyone except one guy who sabotages the ship. But his act of sabotage means they can't get back to their home planet, but have to land on Earth instead. Yeah, yeah that was cool. <laughs> and they, they, they target New York. So we disagree about the uh, about the ending. <laughs> I thought it was funny as hell. Oh no, I thought it was good. Originally, what they were gonna do was they were gonna land on Earth, and it would turn out that so basically, as a man and woman left alive, they were gonna make them into Adam and Eve, uh -huh. and basically say that yeah. the people were like the flesh, and that the the aliens or the vampires were the the spirit. Oh man, that would have been that sweet. Like, that would have been like right. way too good for a 1960s sci-fi with yeah, so, not a budget. <laughs> so AIP took that out um they also you might not like this um one of the i don't know that he was a producer his name was deke uh anyway that's all i remember mm -hmm. it was in tim lucas's book basically he talks about how he was sent over by aaip basically to keep an eye on the italians mm -hmm. and he found that they were rewriting the script to find reasons to make the ladies naked <laughs> oh go italians and so AIP, he said, no, this doesn't even make sense. Like, he said they just had scenes where the woman would just be naked, Dude, just in the scene really in conversation. Yeah, and so he had to, to go and rewrite these 
Put, put who, the clothes who back the, on the ladies. Who next the naked chick idea? Uh, AIP, their wow. representative there. So yeah, he talked about that. Fucking um, this bullshit. It is the ultimate fog movie. We talked about that. Except like the the okay, so you know the the spaceship is actually just the cardboard thingy. So like when it lands, it has like the absolute worst fog I've ever seen. The very first scene where it yeah, lands, they, it they literally looked it. like somebody lit a match and then just filmed the smoke coming off the match. They did it underwater. The landing scene was underwater. Oh, what? And they put yes, so they rushed air with like a special chemical to look like smoke cool. coming out the exhaust, but it was filled in or filmed in a water tank. The special effects on this are really impressive. Um, yeah. Baba talks about he literally it's all smoke and mirrors. Like he jokes that he had two rocks. Yeah. It it's about six. But he did actually use mirrors to make it look like there were more rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did. It's called. The oh, and it does the uh, the weird alien cactus that like everything in the '50s, '60s, and '70s does to show planet life. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, like, you just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the sets in this though, and the gel yeah, lighting like this. So okay, the the, the, so the, the my favorite parts of it really is like my favorite part of Alien even is the beginning where they uh, slowly and quietly pan throughout the whole ship. And mm-hmm. it, like it kind of shows the ship, it kind of shows the crew members just chilling. And this movie tried to do the same thing, except they were lit- the, the the ship is just a cardboard box, so the, they, the it didn't really is... work out. But it was still I mean, cool to see. It was still like the first few minutes was that. I didn't like the inside of the ship very much either. No, because it's just yeah, it was well, one way of thinking of it. It was just like a trailer, it was like a, except it was, it was huge. Yeah, it was impractically large. Yeah. And, I didn't and then there was only one hallway. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand how what was inside fit with what was outside. Like, he did so well everywhere else except in the main ships. Yeah. Which was pretty bad. Um, naturally, there's a lot of uh, matte paintings in there. But he also did something from the, the silent air called the shuftan process i actually was kind of excited to read about this because there were some shots where i was like wait how exactly did he do that so like in the scenes where you see the people moving and they're small against like crazy like when they go into the um like basically the in the there's a scene where they visit the pilot just like an alien they go to this ship with like weird alien the the corpses the skeletons Mm -hmm. of weird alien giants and there is a moment where you see them going through the engine room of this. Uh, basically, what they do is you have your, your camera is pointed at half of a mirror. So the top half is a mirror or, you know, roughly speaking. And the bottom half is actually a window, right? What's yeah. on the top half of the mirror is like your if you have a model or a mat. And that's in the sight of the mirror. And then the so that's on camera. And then the bottom half where it's the window at the correct perspective behind the window, that's where you put your actors and the rest of the set. Mm. So it's filmed through half of a mirror to make it the, the small look super large. Right. Because I was looking okay. at it. And I was like, oh, that's Matt. You know, just, you know, they cut the film and paste a picture over part of it. But mm. it was too intricate for that. And then they moved in certain ways. And finally, I was like, OK. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. So um, when I'm beca- when I become a director, I'll call you. Be like, hey man, I, I got to do these. Remind shit. me about the shuftan process. 
<laughs> yeah, that would be a hell of a phone call if I call you in five years from now. And remember that 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 phrase, Shuften. Shuften, yeah, I have to remember that. Um, Bava wanted them to be dressed sort of like insects, so they're in all black with like segments at the limbs. I thought they looked like X Men. So okay, they okay, it, they did look like X Men. The thing is, like with their stupid fucking like neck guards, I was thinking oh, yeah. how how practical this was an accident because they're going to a planet of fucking vampires me not knowing that there's no actual fucking vampire like i was like no it's gonna be fucking plot important soon oh yeah you you thought like there would be literal vampires who were thwarted by these high necklines their fucking names the fucking planet of vampires yes i thought there would be fucking vampires alternate titles not vampires warlord warlords of the outlaw planet Right. Uh, Planet Seven. Bava's preferred title was the Shadow World. And apparently, even in correspondence, when the name was changed, he kept calling it the Shadow World, like just being belligerent, I guess. <laughs> um, obviously, great lighting. These sets look amazing. Just, of course, Bava does great with reds and purples and oranges and greens throughout the whole movie. Um. The whole thing has a very murky, weird atmosphere. So basically, it's kind of like that the the first opening of Alien. Yeah, when they they leave mm-hmm. the ship and they go to the pilot and then they come back before anything really happens. That weird tension. Yeah, the vibe is yeah, this absolutely. entire movie because nothing like things do happen, but there's not real explanation. Yeah, no, yeah, no, not at all. Uh, the people die and you see corpses. But the, yeah, the music and the sound really just kind of uplifted everything because too, it would have yeah. been awful otherwise. I always find it's weird that um, like when you get the two crews and one of the crews just dies of the thing, the other crew doesn't just shrugs off immediately. It's like that's clearly like crew A and crew B. Oh right, where they're just kind of like these guys don't matter as much don't matter well not even that it's just like if it was real life it's like how come it's just, they, they clearly put all the good ones in this in this one basket here <laughs> i get it yeah. um i thought it was pretty shitty when they do go to investigate the ship and they see all these corpses they leave one guy on guard outside alone all the time that's their thing they're like hey you one guy just do that right. every time like, even aliens do the same thing this is totally a buddy system situation yeah uh, oh, one of the cool scenes that I liked was when um, that we first get our, our our glimpse, I guess, of the aliens, and it's because like the plastic wrapped crewmen are jumping out of the graves, and they totally look like those little green army men we used to play with. That fucking got me really. <laughs> high. I was just like, oh my god, army men! And then they took their shits off. I'm like, oh, it's just a crew. Like, what the hell? I love the yeah when they come, they bury them in the plastic wrap. That's so creepy. It is. It's like they're garbage. Yeah, that's that's all we are. Um, well, I guess it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't actually human, so I, I, maybe they had different rituals. I did note that the blonde uh, has huge hair for a space woman, and she looks insanely ugly now. That's all. I mean, uh, I mean we all we all we, we all age, but there was just a little uh, yeah. extra in her. <laughs> uh, well, so I also read that basically this was an international cast. You had like. An yeah, they American, didn't fucking understand Italians. each other. They spoke you their own Brazilian languages. Brazilian supermodel. Although in Tim Lucas's book, Norma Bengal, who was Sanya, um, she was the Brazilian supermodel. 
the dark-haired girl in the movie, mm-hmm. apparently did not like Barry Sullivan, who was the main captain guy, the older dude. Oh, the older dude, yeah. Uh, because at lunch, he would hang out and make jokes and call her, like, Bangwell. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he was always hitting on her and being nasty to her. What's up, Bangwell? And, That's pretty good. And apparently there was originally going to be, like, a, kind of like a stereotypical 60s sci-fi romantic subplot with the captain. Um, Glad there wasn't. And so Bava was pissed because he wanted a handsome 35 year old <laughs> for the captain part. And he got this like two packs a day, 53 year old balding man. Yeah. So he wrote it out. That's good. Yeah. I like the captain overall. It's rare you get the kind of ugly and yeah, like easy. Know, two I pack a day did, is a perfect way to describe it. I did like him. him. And I, I do actually, a romantic subplot would have ruined this movie. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, so unless it made all the women naked, then it would have, like, really... Oh, yeah, those it. crazy Italians. It probably did. That's probably part of what AIP cut. It's funny. In my, my notes, my, uh, like, the fifth la- to last thing I wrote is how that we learned, finally, that the planet spirits need a new home, and it's all through exposition. And then, like, yeah. I write nothing else after that. Even I, I, It's basically, like, a pretty good, boring, and dumb movie. To me, like, that's how I, I felt. I didn't find it. it boring at all. I felt it moved by so it, fast. It, it, it's for because of the music, happening. like that's what kept it going. But like if you it's look back on it, it's like oh, this in. is just like A, B, and there's a maybe a C, and then we're done. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, it, it plays out like the first act of another yeah. movie. Oh, but we got the uh, we got the worst superpower ever by the captain. He can tell the voltage by getting shocked by something. Oh, yeah, that was so stupid. So <laughs> when they're in the, I guess keep referring to it as the pilot, just for you yeah. know, clarity's sake. When they're in the pilot's ship, they discover this device. Well, the 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 captain's there with I forget if it was Sanya or the other woman. No, yeah. um, I kind of didn't pay attention to names. Tiona. I think it was Tiona. Anyway, Tiona accidentally touches this thing and it shocks her. And he's like, what happened? He's like, I got a shock. And he's like, how? And he's like, touching that. And he immediately touches it. Yeah, it's perfect. And he gets horribly electrocuted. And then he tells us the voltage. (laughs) Yeah, and then he's like, oh, this must be the key. I don't like know how you translate getting electrocuted into, like, this is a tool. I wish we got to hang out there in the the little fucking lair a little more. It was cool. Yeah. Mostly because it was like the only other set. It was the stupid ship. It was the pretty cool planet. And it was that. And that's it. And when they they accidentally hit the playback on the the captain's log there, that was so creepy. So there. Oh, the creepy voice thing? Yes. Whatever that was, yeah. When they enter this cabin basically and the door shuts behind them and they don't know how to open it and like the air is getting sucked out because they're just dumbasses and went and started touching shit that electrocuted them yeah. and then they accidentally hit the captain's log so while they're dying you just hear <laughs> i actually didn't I know that was the really old captain's log that's that's so it made it creepier for me even uh, yeah, I thought they did a really good job making it just this. I mean, it's just, it's just noises, but I, I I think they really nailed it and a really creepy sound. It sounded yeah. sad. So the uh, the runner up to like weird slapstick thing after the voltage part was uh, the one alien was like, you can't stop me with violence. And then he got stopped with violence like 10 seconds later. But he really, <laughs> I like, thought that was I fantastic. The dialogue, if you actually listen to the words they speak the movie starts to go down a bit because they say <laughs> some dumb shit in this movie. And, and also what's really troubling is like after all that exposition, they basically, the aliens say like, 
no matter what you do, even if you go back, we're going to be on your ship and we're going to inhabit your planet. Yeah. And then they're just like, we better fix our ship fucking quick then. And it's like, no, you, this is the moment where you sacrifice yourself for humanity. Captain. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be with that. I'd be like, that's a good captain. They're trying to get me off the ship. Thanks, Captain. Like, ha- more than half your people are possessed. They can possess the dead. You can't see them to know and, that they're not on your ship. And the sleepy, apparently, and just all kinds of people. Right. Oh yeah, the sleepy. They 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 can get you if you're, you're, you 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 want to nod off. And we never we never learn how the uh, how the attractive blonde and the captain become possessed, do we? No, that yeah. was that what I was saying. They they said you had to be willing, but I guess you just had to be sleepy, and maybe they fell asleep. <laughs> And they got him, kind of like an invasion of the body Bodies, snatchers yeah. kind of thing. So, and that's also, there are some cool scenes where you do get to see, I like those scenes when, like, the guy wakes up where he's about to be, like, killed or possessed. Oh, yeah. And they stop that. Yeah, that's about it. I know. <laughs> I think I spend a lot more time talking about trivia on this movie than how I actually felt about it. Yeah, well, it, no, nothing really happened in the movie. It was very simple. Right. So it I'm just glad you brought. Looks, the, I'm glad you have the Tim Lucas book. Book. It looks and sounds really, really cool. Unless you listen to the actors speak, then it's a little dicey. Uh-huh. And yeah, I mean, I'd say yeah, it was a, a cool eighty. It was a breezy. It was, it was an eighty-eight minutes, so it's, it's totally yeah, happy. It, it wasn't by longer, a fast. So. Goes by in a fast. Do they make like Jalo films anymore, or was that just like, are we done? Are we? No, are they still kinda... Yeah, I mean, they've tried to make throwbacks here and there. It wasn't let the corpses tan like a throwback one. I never Fuck. saw it, but no I idea. think the, I think that was the idea of it. That's the only one I've heard of getting any kind of. So you let the corpses tan. Yeah. This looks ridiculous. Oh my god, the guy's wearing Hawaiian shirt. I'm almost in. To be a new like proto Jalo. <laughs> kind of thing like yeah. i said though i never saw it no um all right so what's our next Baba? oh shit i don't know it's so hard to tell now because even like glad we have the book now because it seems on all these websites his credits are changing because he did a lot of uncredited work or he took over from other direction directors yeah but i do believe from here on out we're good and Let's see where we're at. We'll see you next time with Knives of the Adventure. Knives of the Avenger. What does that mean? Let me look that up. No, it's got a poster of a man throwing a knife into another man's throat with a woman watching behind them. Hell yeah. So that's probably. It's some fucking Dutch looking people in there. Look at that shit. Yeah. Maybe they'll Robin be more Hood. excited about that one. Oh, there's Cameron. It's Cameron Mitchell again. Okay. Cool. You were less excited about this movie than I thought you'd be. I was super excited, but. No, I just, I guess I just didn't have, I, just, I liked it. I didn't have anything to say about it, really. I love Planet so, of Vampires. Uh, I was so happy to watch it again. <laughs> but we got, I'm shocked we got 25 minutes out of it, to be honest. Yeah, we got our end. We're pushing glad, our, glad our you... Mario minute. <laughs> I guess we'll see you next time with our knife episode. Yep. Goodbye.